Discover the ins and outs of the oil and gas industry right now with Roy Holly, Kim Bilotto, and Alvin Bailey in the Oil Patch. Brought to you by Shale Magazine and Steer. Welcome to In the Oil Patch, presented by Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine. Sponsored by Steer and the Kalick Auto Group. I'm Roy Holly, along with Kim Bilotto and Alvin Bailey. And today on In the Oil Patch, Kim Bilotto visits Noella Garza, president of Bullseye Land Survey. And you will have a chance to win four tickets to America on Tap. In the Oil Patch starts in 60 seconds. Hi, Alvin Bailey for the good folks at North Park Toyota. Here's some trivia for you. Can you name the only full-size pickup truck that's built in Texas? Well, if you said the Toyota Tundra, you'd be right. Toyota Tundra pulled the space shuttle. So yeah, it can handle your trailer and your boat. The Tundra is available in 18 different configurations of six trim levels that can all tow more than five tons. And North Park Toyota is your Tundra headquarters. The number one Tundra dealer in Central and South Texas, and for good reason, the best price, the largest selection, and the best customer service. Come see why North Park Toyota is a four-time winner of the Toyota President's Award for Outstanding Customer Satisfaction. Take I-35 South to the Fisher Road exit and follow the signs. Call 210-635-5000 or log on to NPToyota.com. North Park Toyota is a proud member of the Kalig Auto Group. Welcome to In the Oil Patch. Kim Bilotto, publisher of Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine. We've got a great trivia contest today with a great four-pack of tickets to America on Tap. Let's talk about that event, Kim. America on Tap is scheduled for July 11th. It's Saturday and will be in Corpus Christi, Texas, uh, the city by the sea at the American Bank Center. And basically it's just 100 different types of beers that you can sample as well as there'll be live music, delicious food, great vendors. And so it's just a great way of coming out and spending your Saturday afternoon experiencing different beers that are being brewed here locally in Texas. Kim, tell us about In the Oil Patch radio show. Um, You know, In the Oil Patch is basically where the industry comes and speaks. Uh, Many of the professionals that work and live in the industry, a lot of what they do day-to-day and um, what they contribute to the communities, economic development and growth is very much either not stated, understated, or misunderstood. And so our job here is to hopefully bring out what the industry is doing. The markets that we actually service are Corpus and Houston, San Antonio, and all of Eagle Ford Shell currently. And really our main focus is to hopefully advocate for the industry and helping the community better understand and work side by side with oil and gas industries. Why is it so important to advertise to the oil and gas industry? How hard is it to bridge that gap between your community businesses and oil and gas? It's it's quite difficult because most of these companies have procurement departments and have a certain way of doing business. And if you're not familiar with that process, and most of them are each independently different, it's very difficult to get noticed and even on top of that, if you think about it, well, if there's 50 or 60 different companies listed on a, a website that that's where the vendors are they're going to be selected from, it's really hard to get noticed. And so that's some of the things that we try to do is set apart our partners and getting them in front of companies that um, they can create economic development between each other. Kim, what sets us apart from other media? We're very unique. We are not just a oil and gas radio show. We also have a magazine as well. We have the endorsement from Steer, which is the industry's trade association. And which is very important. Very important. Um, that's not something that we received easily. It took almost two years of showing that we are a credible media source 
and that we are on time with our print and that we do all the things that we tell our advertisers and partners we're going to do, we deliver that. And so we're just, we're a marketing company, in my opinion, versus just a radio show or a magazine. Kim, if somebody wants to promote their company in either Shale Magazine or here on In the Oil Patch, who should they contact? They can contact us via phone, 210-240-7188, or as always, our website just is always busy with activity, and it's really easy to remember. It's shale, S-H-A-L-E, mag, M-A-G, dot com. You're listening to In the Oil Patch, and we'll be back in 60 seconds. Do you know what it takes to be number one? Do you know what it really means to be number one, like number one in the whole United States? Hi, folks. Alvin Bailey here to tell you about Bluebonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram Trucks. They're number one in Ram chassis sales in 2014 for the whole country. And number one sales means number one inventory. With hundreds of Ram chassis available and upfitted from a standard flatbed to mechanic service and crane bodies to accommodate every industry. Whether farming, ranching, construction, plumbing, HVAC, electrical, delivery, hotshot, or even oil and gas, the team at the Bluebonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram Commercial Truck Center has your inventory. Call today for your best deal. Let me give you the phone number. It's 830-480-3656. Again, 830-480-3656 or visit bbdodge.com. The Bluebonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram Commercial Truck Center, 547 South Seguin Avenue in New Braunfels, and a proud member of the Caleg Auto Group. You're listening to In the Oil Patch. I'm Roy Holly, along with Alvin Bailey and our host, Kim Bellato. Kim, we've got an exciting guest with a great story on the line today. Take it away. Well, why don't we start by telling, giving our listeners a little bit of background on um, you and your company and how you got started in the oil and gas industry. Actually, I am the owner of Bullseye Land Surveying Company, and Bullseye uh, started out as a company that was owned by a pretty large company out of Norway. So they were initially a laser scanning company, and they were very strong about telling us that they were a laser scanning company that also did land surveying. But as, you know, the Eagleford began to grow, we realized that really there was more need for the surveying portion of our company, and so we switched the emphasis to land surveying, so we became a land surveying company that did laser scanning. And so I myself have had, uh, we are, I'm a, come from a family of land surveyors. My father owns a land surveying company as I do, and my son just got his RPLS licensing Friday, as a matter of fact, so we're real excited about that. Congratulations. Thank you. So the tradition will continue through the family. Oh, yes, absolutely. So, Noella, tell me, how many female owners uh, do you think there are that own their own surveyor company? You know, I I really don't know the actual number. I know there's one other here in town, but uh, as far as being a land surveyor um, herself, she isn't. She's just the owner of the company. So I'm real proud of the fact that I am a land surveyor. I'm I'm right now a survey intern, don't have my professional license, but we have professional licenses here in in the office, of course, and I'm going to be sitting for my professional license very soon. And I have my master's in geospatial surveying engineering, so I'm very proud of that fact, you know, that I'm not just uh, uh, the head of the company, you know, in name only. I'm actually pretty hands-on with the business. How many years of experience do you have? I mean, I've known you. uh, In the surveying industry, probably about 25 years because I started you know, a long time ago with my dad and, and you know, have worked uh, in a couple of other companies before I came, like I say, to this one. And then, of course, became owner of this one in 2012, I believe. Nice. Well, you know, what's really exciting is 
we really just do not see a lot of women in this industry. And so when you see a self-made woman-owned industry service company, it's, it's just really exciting to, you know, understand how did you get started? How was it in the very beginning, especially being a female forging through what typically is a man's world in, in this industry, but is quickly changing. So tell us a little bit about what is Bullseye Land Surveying Company? Well, Bullseye Land Surveying Company does all kinds of land surveying. Obviously, we have to be diversified in order to, you know, stay in business. But, you know, our favorite jobs, of course, are pipeline, right-of-way staking, well staking, locating pad sites, pad site layouts. But we do all kinds of surveying. We do ranch surveying, topographic surveying, boundaries, uh, you name it, construction staking. And we have worked all over the state. We have worked with many of the larger oil companies, you know, the South Cross Energy, Kinder Morgan. And we've also worked on other kind of projects. We had a long-term project doing the phase two of the Mary Rhodes pipeline for the uh, city of Corpus Christi. And also we've worked in the refinery segment, you know, because of the expansion here for the Eagleford. Obviously, the refineries have to expand as well. So we've worked with architectural companies and engineering firms that do the design and layout of expanding the refineries. So we've worked out at Sitco, Flint Hills, and, you know, refineries like that. So, like I say, we have to be pretty diversified, and we've done all kinds of different jobs, and we enjoy that a lot. Well, you know, just the companies that you're naming, Kinder Morgan and Flint Hill and Sitco and the Port of Corpus Christi, those are not small companies, and obviously you've earned a great reputation. So what does make you guys different from other surveying companies? Uh, like I said before, because we were owned by a very large uh, Norwegian company, of course, we our structure is in the form of a larger company. We're a small company, but, you know, we, we were set up you know, as though we were a big one. And even though uh, it's like I tell the staff all the time, we have to maintain that. If we, we plan on growing, and we do, then we want to have the structure of a big company. But at the same time, we have small company ideals. We really like to take care of our of our clients one-on-one. We assign one or two project managers to every project. They keep track of the budgets, the uh, costs. You know, we're always on top of things. We're always trying to make sure that everybody, you know, is, is doing the right things as far as finances and as far as, you know, making their budgets and ours work. So, like I always say, we have a large company structure with a small company philosophy. You know, it, it's kind of hard to find both because you get really busy, and especially in oil and gas, like when the Eagle Ford was really ramping up. And then you try to figure out, okay, how do we also keep track of the customer and servicing the, the customer as well? And as a growing company ourselves, I can honestly understand it's not always easy to do that, but it's the right thing to do. And it's very refreshing to see companies that still understand how important customer service is and making sure that you're satisfying the customer on time, taking care of their needs, and on budget. Right. Well, I'm not saying, you know, that that men don't do this, you know, but I will say that having the woman-owned business helps because I, I think... multitaskers. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, and then, too, we, you know, I do like to put in the extra touch, you know, and uh, and make sure that we are uh, friendly and, and just... Uh, 
you know, ready to be there at the moment's notice for all, for all of our clients. So how does your company and other land surveyors handle the normal up and down in the oil and gas industry? Well, like I say, we have to be diversified. That's the most important part. I mean, I've known several companies that, for instance, that they only did work for TxDOT, and when there was a downturn in TxDOT, then basically they were closed or very cl- close to being closed. But, you know, the oil and gas industry brings in a lot of other things besides just, you know, doing work out in the pipelining or, or well staking and, and that kind of thing. You know, because of the uh, oil and gas industry, we've had a lot of, the, you know, our communities have had to grow. So there's a lot of infrastructure changes. There's need for buildings, offices, hotels, apartments, and and, and definitely roads and highways. And so, you know, we've been involved with a lot of that. We And, you know, we have the experience to do those kind of things. So we've been lucky that when the oil and gas industry is down, then we do something else, and uh, we're ready to do that. So what would you like to see from the majors in the oil and gas industry? I'd like to see them maybe mentor some of the smaller companies, allow us to give them the opportunity to show that we can, of course, compete efficiently with our skills and and expertise, but that we also can compete with pricing as well. And, you know, for them to remember that even the larger surveying companies were small at one time. They didn't all of a sudden, you know, magically appear that way. And so, you know, we would like to see if they would give us those kind of opportunities. And uh, and in the long run, I think that helps everybody because as we grow, then then they have more, you know, companies that have more competition, and competition always breeds good pricing. You know, I think that with the gas prices and this momentary bump in the road, I think it really has given a lot of smaller companies the opportunities to prove themselves and get in front of some of the majors. It's been a better opportunity than ever before. And some of the reasons also on the flip side of that is the larger companies really didn't have the opportunity financially to come down at to a rate where the majors needed them to come down to to be successful and profitable. And so this did open a window for the smaller companies that weren't so top-heavy with management and saddled with a lot of debt that gave them an opportunity to come down a bit and get their foot in the door. And so hopefully we're seeing some of these companies that had an opportunity to take advantage of that. How do you feel about community involvement and and how important is it to you? Because I know that you and I know each other from some involvement in nonprofitship and and revolving around the industry. Right. Oh, it, it's very important. We, of course, are involved in uh, our own state organizations. We have to be, you know, because you have to keep abreast of all the policy or law changes and things like that. And, and of course, being involved in the industry associations so that we can have the best of equipment and, and all of that type of thing that you may not hear about except through those organizations. But also, also, I'm very involved in the Women's Energy Network, and I was really amazed about that group. It turned out that I was the first member from Corpus Christi, but um, you know they, yeah, they have a you know pretty good group, a very large group in Houston and in San Antonio. But we're just ramping up here in the South Texas area, and I mean it has grown exponentially. But what I really like about the group is that the you know these are ladies that. I mean, there are anything from CEOs to presidents of companies to engineers, and there are some field workers, and uh, there's just a whole lot of opportunity to interact with 
various women in the industry. And, you know, we're, we're helping each other. They have also a lot of uh, people from other, you know, that are not just directly involved in the oil and gas industry, but are, you know, auxiliary uh, members. In other words, people like accountants and attorneys and, and uh, that type of things, consultants. And you, Kim, I mean, you're, I have to say, and like I say, it's not just because I'm talking to you right now, but you are and your group, it's amazing how much you all have assisted all of your partners, as you call them, to meet each other and to and to assist each other, and it's been very valuable. And women, the Women's Energy Network is the same. You know, they're all very helpful to each other, and it's like they all want the others to succeed. And, you know, we, we give a hand to one, pull up someone a couple of steps and maybe pull them even further than we are and they'll give a hand to us and I think that's ideal. Well, I I can appreciate those words and thank you very much. We have worked very hard, but for one reason, to try to really mentor and nurture along women in the industry. You know, I read a statistic about six months ago and it was from the labor department. It was basically stating that women are the fastest growing group joining the energy industry. And yet, you know, there are so few vehicles for us to use to network together. And so to see the Women of Energy, which is a a nonprofit, and their mission is to mentor women that are taking STEM classes or uh, going into that occupation to nurture them along, be mentors. And then as we find ourselves in that situation, we're also finding a lot of women gathering together and really mentoring each other along as well. And it's just sometimes it's a shame that there's just not more of that for us to gravitate to. But I'm sure within time we'll see more companies and nonprofits popping up that are specifically designed to do that for us. Absolutely. And so, you know, being out in the field, I know, you know, when we started, Shale and and in the old patch, you know, it hasn't always been an easy road. This is definitely an industry that's male-dominant. But what do you see some of the problems that women might be having in a male-dominant industry? Well, you know, I think think most of the problems lie with us within ourselves. Uh, You know, I think that even if a man may think, okay, well, here's a woman, but it may cross their mind, but I think basically they just want to get the job done. And so once the project starts, they don't care and probably don't even think about who's actually doing the actual project. So I think we hold ourselves back more than anything, and uh, we, we shouldn't let anything hold us back. Of course, all of us, men and women, should recognize our strengths and weaknesses if we can't do it, then we need to step aside and let a man do it. And likewise for the men, if they can't do it, they shouldn't, or not that they can't do it, but they should give the opportunity for the women to come in because they would be missing a lot of opportunities to have some very, very qualified people. I think that seeing how many women are coming into the industry, I think we are all thinking that way, that we have the education, we have the ability to do this job, and we're going to get out there and we're going to do it. Absolutely. Well, Nola, you are an amazing lady, and I knew that from the moment that I met you. But I want to know, what is the one thing that you were the most proud of? I've never quit, that's for sure. At you know, at 44, I found out that my husband had a terminal illness. I knew he wasn't going to die immediately, but that you know, the illness that he had would be taking him a lot sooner than what we both wanted. And of course, he passed away at the age of 54. But when we found out about his illness, I had my my children are 10 years apart. My oldest was in college already, but my youngest was probably about 10 years old. And so I knew that because I was kind of the second breadwinner that I wasn't going to be able to afford 
to do, you know, what we needed to do, get them in college and live like we had been living unless I did something. And I hadn't gotten my degree yet, so I decided I would go back to school and get my degree. Uh, as I mentioned before, my father was a professional land surveyor, and I'd always loved that field, and it was as though God opened up a door for me because Texas A&M Corpus Christi, where I lived, opened up a school, um, the Geographic Information Science, and I could get a, a surveying degree. They call it geomatics. And so I decided to go back to school. I had some, a lot of college hours, actually, but they were in another field in mathematics. And I decided to go back to school to try to get my professional licensing degree. I was already an older person. and but never too late to go back. <laughs> yes, but I decided I was going to do it anyway. And I enrolled in the college and graduated four years later with my bachelor's degree in geographic information science. Eight years later, they opened up the master's program here at Texas A&M Corpus Christi, and I went back and got my master's in geospatial surveying engineering. I was 58 years old at that time. So, you know, I actually went to school with both of my kids because I was going with my oldest uh, for a couple of classes there when I was getting my bachelor's, and my youngest was getting his bachelor's, and I was getting my master's. So we were kind of all going to school at the same time. So I'm very proud of that. I'm proud to say that, you know, we don't quit. You know, we I always told my children that uh, I felt bad for them that we had lost their dad so young and so uh, early in their lives especially, but that I wasn't going to feel sorry for them in the sense that, you know, we had to keep going and we had to do what we were supposed to do. So, you know, I'm, I'm very proud of that. Well, it sounds like after 25 years and all this hard work that you guys have managed to have a very thriving business and... Also, if a company or someone is interested in hiring you, they are definitely in good hands. Can you tell me if any of our listeners would like to find you or look at your company, where would we send them? Okay, well, our website is www.betexas, as in bullseyetexas.com. And, uh, of course, our phone number is 361 361- Four five two three zero zero nine. Our offices are in Corpus Christi, but we go all over the state and happy to do it. Nice. Give me your phone number one more time. Sure. It's 361-452-3009. And so um, for our listeners, if anybody wants more information on Bullseye Land Serving Company, they can go to their website or they can always go to Shell Magazine website as well. And we have Nola's information on there. Nola, thank you for being here today. It was great speaking with you. I love just speaking and, and talking to you because you're from Wynn, and, you know, we kind of get together and network. <laughs> Don't yeah. see you nearly as much living in San Antonio, but thank you for being on the show, and uh, good luck to you. I really, really appreciate you having us on here. Thank you so much, Kim. You know, Kim, oil and gas drilling in Texas is so much more than just putting a hole in the ground, and land surveying is a huge part of getting it right the first time. Noella is a great example of the industry's call to action and someone who does what it takes to get it right. Noella, congratulations. You get to be the topic of today's trivia question. If you're the first person to email the correct answer to this trivia question to Kim at shalemag.com, you'll win a four-pack of tickets to America on Tap. That's right, Alvin. Bullseye has worked with quite a few big companies that were listed earlier in the show. So here's today's trivia. Name one of the companies that Bullseye Land Serving Company has worked with. 
Email me your responses to Kim, that's K-Y-M, at shellmag.com. Again, that's Kim, K-Y-M, at shellmag.com. Remember, the first correct email will win four tickets to America on Tap in Corpus Christi. We'll be back to In the Oil Patch in just 60 seconds. The Houston Energy Breakfast is the premier gathering of leaders and experts in the oil, natural gas, power, and renewables industries. The breakfast will offer insights, new ideas, and topical information across the entire energy value chain in an efficient breakfast format. If you are looking to connect with senior energy executives from all sectors of the oil, natural gas, power, and renewables industries, as well as other like-minded industry professionals, the Houston Energy Breakfast is a place for you. Attendees will benefit from the networking opportunity prior to the breakfast and the structured coffee discussion groups. For complete details, please visit www.houstonenergybreakfast.com. Hi folks, Alvin Bailey here. You know, I could spend the next 60 seconds telling you how Bluebonnet Ford sells more Super Duty trucks than any other dealer in South Texas. I could also tell you that Bluebonnet Ford sells more fleet vehicles than any other Ford dealer in South Texas. I could even tell you about the 13 President's Awards that Bluebonnet Ford has received, but I'd rather tell you why. Look, it's no secret the oil patch will punish your work trucks day in and day out and even your built ford tough trucks well they need to be serviced too so do you let them sit for weeks at your local dealership or do you call teresa you see blue bonnet ford has teresa when you call teresa her team will pick up your ford truck for service and provide you with a 24-hour diagnosis most authorized repairs are done and your truck is delivered back to the oil patch in just a few days that's the Blue Bonnet difference. So don't let downtime cost you thousands. Call Teresa today and keep your fleet working. Here's the number, 210-643-4391. Again, write it down, 210-643-4391, or check us on the web at bbmotors.com. Blue Bonnet Ford, a proud member of the Caleg Auto Group. Just a friendly reminder that the Roseland Charity Golf Tournament is coming up on Monday, June 29th at the Moody Gardens Golf Course. The event will benefit the Texas Wounded Warrior Foundation. The golf tournament will be followed by Roseland South Texas Showdown Oil and Gas Expo on July 1st and 2nd. For ticket sales and event information, call 903-787-7544. Or visit RosalindOilAndGas.com. Kim and Alvin, what a great show today. If people are listening right now and they would like a podcast of today's show, how do they get that? Well, Roy, Alvin, they can go to our website, ShellMag.com. That's S-H-A-L-E-M-A-G.com, which is where all of our podcasts from all of the previous radio shows are listed. That about does it for this week's In the Oil Patch, presented by Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine, sponsored by Steer and the Calic Auto Group. For Kim Bellato and Alvin Bailey, I'm Roy Holly. So long. You've been listening to In the Oil Patch with Roy Holly, Kim Bellato, and Alvin Bailey. Brought to you by Shale Magazine and Steer.